0: Welcome everyone. This is Michelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey Choice Success. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a special guest, Emmanuel. He's from Gahana. He's joining me today. We're just going to have a conversation talking about his goals, his aspirations. He got some good news to share. So he's going to talk about that and talk about his mission, his purpose in life. So we kind of connected on Twitter and uh, he kind of reached out at that time. I decided to come, you know, give and I did, maybe you can come on my show and kind of talk about that, the journey, because we're all on that journey trying to get to a certain place. Sometimes we do reach those obstacles, and it's kind of hard to have hope or have a onset that it can get better, because so we've been in it for so long. So I do talk about that in my other podcasts episode. So he's going to join me today. Thank you so much for that. And without further ado, just a quick, i like to say a quick prayer when I start my show. So this is going to go right in there and just say I'm thankful and grateful for the greater good that I am blessed with this opportunity to share and to encourage and motivate you while you're on your journey. So thank you so much for that. Let's go ahead and get started. So <laughs> Emmanuel, go ahead and introduce yourself for the audience for me.
1: All right. I'm Emmanuel. Emmanuel Asari, Japan. I'm from West Africa, Ghana, to be precise. And then I'm 30 years of age. And I hold master's of philosophy in animal science.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah. So you said animal science, because I know that's how we kind of connect to do this interview. Can you kind of talk about that in a way of what, What's the primary objective in the sense of animal science and in your specialty that you want your career to be in and what your focus is?
1: How does that uh, Okay, so basically uh, in the animal field, you know, um, Africa is predominantly an great continent should I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us are into agri-culture and all that. And and so basically when i say animal science kind of broad but i, I specialize in nutrition mm. because yes i realize i mean especially our ruminants and uh, livestock in general we have issues even with human beings in africa I, uh, i'm sure it is known all over the world that i mean people from africa are quite deprived uh, in yeah. terms of what to eat and all that so the same thing <laughs> tends to go on the animals as well so even sometimes they are industrial byproducts we tend to compete with the animals for it and all that so mm. i decided to go to that area to make the animals be well fed and i mean catered for well and all that so i specialize in fish generally that's about that
0: so let's talk about that so mm. you're like you saying you you mentioned that animal science is very broad is a is a big platform and your specialty yeah. within that universe if yeah. we can say that those listeners yeah. try to really connect to what your goal is what your objective is that you're looking for where your interest is in the nutrition
1: of yes, the nutrition.
0: actual lifestyle itself yeah. now you mentioned when you was communicating um earlier we was talking like over twitter what i have actually thinking of taking what you the degree that and the experience that you got in a sense of finding the food that the animals need to be able yeah. to feed off and therefore it'll help the cycle in which i know you mentioned too in africa there's a lot of you know lack of resources or what have you is that what you're referring to when you talk about nutrition yeah. Go ahead, if you can break that down
1: okay basically so when i talk about nutrition i mean africa as i said earlier i I mean, mm-hmm. some of the things um, that, you know, people in the Western land wouldn't want to feed on, over here we do. Mm-hmm. So we tend to compete with the animals. For instance, when you go to the, the meal, or even when you prepare porridge, there is a way we sieve the maize. I mean, the corn dough, we sieve it before preparing the maize. And the chaff, the chaff of it. I mean, some opinion leaders and some chiefs, have issues with you if you want to feed that chaff to the to the animal you know but whereas some other parts of the country they wouldn't use that chaff or anything and even they wouldn't want to feed the animals with that chaff because they know the chaff is not really nutritious but over here people would want to rather use it convert it into another food in our local parlance, we call you know you add some cassava dough to it and you stir it into balls and you get your stew or soup and you're good with it so basically the animals are suffering if they don't go for journey long miles to go and look for forages to graze on most of our lands to our deserts lands. so in terms they lack that nutrition for that productivity so some of us the scientists the nutritionists we come on board and then we use some of these agro-industrial byproducts i mean um, bone meal some of these things that, um, I mean, the natives don't really have any use for. We convert it into useful products so that we will make make the gains that we need. And some of these agro-industrial byproducts are also very nutritious, like the granite homes, you know, very, the protein content is high and all that. So uh, basically, that's what it's about. So I look for alternative means to give this animals that nutritious meal they deserve so that they can put on i mean we can get the production high increase productivity
0: so if i'm understanding you correctly and i mm-hmm. want to make sure because i know that you, you're from ghana so i only can speak one language myself huh? so i'm yeah. very grateful that you can speak my language american english <laughs> but i want to make sure that i understand so and also to make sure that the listeners are connecting the dots. So basically the role of what a career animal want to help your content, which I think is a wonderful gesture to do that because I know it was hard work, especially not only with studies to try to solve the problem. So for the, the animals that you mentioned itself, you mentioned the word, it sounds like that word that you was referencing. What does that mean? Is that some type of food product that you say? Yeah,
1: corn chow. Conchow, wf
0: Oh, okay.
1: Chaff. and it's chow.
0: and and that means some type of food that normally you was connect was trying to explain that. That's basically a food that
1: that's yeah, been given so, to the.
0: Go ahead.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a kind of food. I mean, um, when you 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 grind a corn, okay, or otherwise maize, when you grind it, mm-hmm. you there will still be particles in it. Mm. And over here, if we want to prepare is it porridge, porridge or puddles. I don't know, the whites, the Westerners, I think they call it puddles. You mm. have to sieve this, this, this ground maize or corn. You sieve mm. it before you use the fine particles to prepare the puddle or the porridge. Mm. And then the yeah, after you sieve, what is left behind? The the cost, the cost part of what you the, the, the ground corn mm. yes that's what you term as chaff Oh, okay. and if you don't take it, and you want to use that chaff to feed your animals and an opinion leader or a chief gets to know that you are using your chaff to feed your animals <laughs> you may be very furious about that and i mean it will end you in a, a great trouble so we intend we go to so we use crop residues in which crops? that's what you
0: mean in in which uh, many nutrient or more nutrient dense type crops or i you mean
1: uh, after say. farming after the farming season mm-hmm. when the farmer harvests all his produce for mm-hmm. instance the farmer who goes into granite cultivation mm-hmm. after uprooting the granite and taking away the the post, then we go for the, the homes that's the vine and the leaves mm-hmm. and then we air dry it we normally don't dry it on the shade because granite contains a lot of protein, and then when the when the sun shine over here can be very critical, especially where it's very close to the. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. sub Sahara, Africa. We have the deserts you know, and all that, so um, the sun can be very scorchy. So if you dry mm-hmm. these pro- uh, pro- uh, some of these products in the sun, uh, protein normally denatures around a temperature of 60 and above.
0: And mm-hmm. if you don't
1: take it, yes, you you end up losing all the nutrient benefits of that homes. And you feed it mm-hmm. to the animals and they, they wouldn't be putting on the weight you want. and mm-hmm. wouldn't be producing as you want. So we, we we air dry it. And before we chop, and then we, we try to create, I and mean, get them with something nutritious. That can, I mean, uh, as well increase productivity. So basically, that's what. Uh, it's about
0: So, in your studies as a, as a scientist is to understand that whole cycle of what's needed to produce the right feed, the right nutritional yes. value that the animals are, are eating, because as you mentioned in, in Africa there's so many in the sense of trying to manage that. Is it mostly on your side, on the west side of Africa, where there's a major problem of the unbalance? or
1: you think it's all over basically of africa i think it's all over but basically for West Africa I know much this it's, it's, it's really i know much about West Africa mm-hmm. and it's very serious because and also uh rainfall pattern is just you know one cycle so once the rains is done i mean mm-hmm. the rest we have the i mean uh, lean season or the dry season throughout so i mean The animals suffer so much Mm. so there is there is kind of cyclical um weight gain and uh, weight loss Mm. in the sense that when 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 we are in the rainy season there is abundance of feed and forages for the animals to graze on Mm -hmm. by immediately we get to the dry season then they Mm -hmm. tend to emaciate they tend to lose weight you Mm will be seeing them lanky, very bony and all that Mm. and doesn't pertain to only the animals sometimes I can produce disease right
0: I can produce yes
1: yes nutrition nutrition is very good to I mean take care of a lot of diseases so Mm. if you're not giving the animal the right feed I mean it's not getting the right nutrients it can develop a lot of diseases
0: let me ask you this right quick how Mm. many vegetarians this in africa compared to meat
1: eaters i'm just going to go there right
0: quick i'm curious vegetarian
1: yes no that would be very low i think maybe it's yes probably we will have a few rastafarians and maybe they are vegans but anyways Mm -hmm. i must say my dad my dad is a, a retard he served in the army and he's retired, and I believe for health wise, he also for a long time has decided not to be taking meat products. So he just I mean, says he's, he's a vegan. Vis- mm. Yeah, he's a vegan. Oh. Uh, he he visited me today. Oh
0: bless well, his yeah. Tell him I said hi from <laughs> <laughs> the United oh. States.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I'll I'll tell him. I I yeah, need was to. Like my yeah, you know, like who is that? <laughs> I just say
0: hi say hi. So that's interesting. So. In a way, because I know I myself have to kind of had to lean off of meats, particularly here in the United States. But I was definitely a meat eater earlier. A lot of us are. So I can understand the transition of, you know, leaning off the meat or what have you. But at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, still, you know, use that as a way of choice of of eating. So if the animals um, that they are, if they choose to do that or what have you, if they're sick and disease or what have you, that can affect the person itself that is eating that. Yeah. So it's like a, a circle in a sense. I don't know if I'm if I'm piecing it together in that way. I mean, that's another aspect to it to be able to understand from the beginning what is. More nutrient rich, more profound to feed the animals in a way that is in the right. And then, of course, on top of the different seasons that they might need, depending on the season of the year, because if people are eating that much meat there, it can impact them health wise. Mm-hmm. Has that been brought up in your studies and your understanding with other scientists? Or,
1: oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Other scientists will raise that, you know, they will raise those concerns. Uh, yes, other scientists do. Um, I mean, some, some of us are also very measured when it comes to meat products and animal products in general. We know like more taking too much eggs may, I mean, increase your cholesterol level and all those. We know, we know those, I mean, implications with the health. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but it looks like some scientists dwell on that, especially the medical, you know, the medical students, they dwell more on that. Uh, mm-hmm. But me being 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 fine, I also do a advice. If mm-hmm. I mean there are some diseases that are zoonotic, can be trans uh, transferred from animal to human and human to animal and all that. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I mean, and even I did some internship with the abattoir. I must say my VC, um, the VC of the university I attended, Professor mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel Gabriel Ayumte, he was. A student, past student, he is the past student of uh, Alberta University, I think in UK, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he,
1: is more, he is more into meat science and animal welfare. So mm-hmm. often than not, yes, he will send us to go to the abattoir in Tamale and to be frank. The way, and I watched some of your videos, the way things are done in the Western world, the, you know, the Europeans, the abattoir, the way you hang the animal, that's not the right thing i've learned about it in the books Um, but you know when you go to the field you don't see what you read in the books how do you uh, think you can change it
0: when we were talking you know on twitter what are your Uh, main objective that you want to see change and you want mm -hmm. to be able to get that opportunity to do that what do you want to
1: I mean, we can we can only we can only announce our displeasure as as a now. I'm still I don't hold any key position to say I will. I mean, enact a law in the parliament or something. Um, but as a now we can only do through our research, keep on. I mean, advising them that hey, this is bad. At times you see some animal which I mean. Um, the veterinarian in the abattoir doesn't want to pass doesn't want to approve wants to condemn the animal but I mean it doesn't go anywhere he doesn't know who to report to I mean even when he goes to report it, it doesn't really go anywhere so it's quite sad I think um, I mean me personally se it's only the little I can do is conduct more research try to give them my findings and let them know this is hey this is very bad and I mean, if only I had the resources, probably maybe I'll build a standard abattoir where all the procedures are respected. The animal should rest in the lie for a while before it is conveyed to the, I mean, slaughter hall. It should be stunned. You know, often over here, stunning is not done. The animal is not, I mean, in, in my university, and we were observing all those things because of the exposure the VC had in UK. Because he was a product over there, he went to school there, and he did more about meat science and welfare. So, yes, those things, he's also trying his best to address, but it's not enough. I think so, it should be a national agenda.
0: So, basically, the objective for your studies is to make the whole process, because it is what it is, like you say, in your country that includes... The overall process of animals, even if they're for food or what have you, to make a standard process that is of nutrient observant of what the animals need to be more manageable of the animals that are there and that it's not just like a fast process and then it's off to whatever and then people are consuming it, what have you, I guess that's what you're trying to say. But at the end of the day, it should be a more straightforward, fair, standard process that On a scientific level, that cycle process for those that are still at the other end of it, intaking that or what have you, I think that's basically what you're saying. Then we have some aspects that are not following that. And so it's kind of that disconnect. So then that's where you see the animals are not getting the nutrient-based food or ingredients that they would need. So it's particular with the different seasons. And then also, I think you said somebody was a meat surgeon or specialist or what have you. At the end of the day, they are scientists because um, it does seem mm-hmm. like some type of technical type and science too and research that are constantly will be needed to be able to see the progression, the progression of it over time because something has to, you would think, have to improve for everybody that's involved in that in that particular industry. Now I know that you mentioned that you was looking for, you know, you trying to get an opportunity so you can be, like you're saying, continue to do your research, continue to offer your perspective. Could you share with the audience exactly what opportunities that you recently received? And I know you're still saying that you're waiting for it to all to um, come into play, but can you share that as well? You had let me know that you got an offer.
1: Well, basically recently, I received an offer from the government of Ghana uh, mm-hmm. to, be, to be an assistant agricultural officer. Mm-hmm. And so basically our duties are, you know, in Africa, the, I mean, our rural areas is more populated and most of them are engaged in agriculture. So basically mm-hmm. the government is recruiting some of us we have the, who have the know-how, technical know-how to enter into these villages and to be training the farmers there even though we don't have most of them doing it on a larger scale you know commercial i mean huge i mean you watch on telly and you see one american man having about i mean (laughs) i mean lots of acres of land for just maize and all that, we don't have those kind of things here. But um, the subsistence farmers, we go to them. Some are also into commercial production. Uh, Then we give them the new technologies and then the training and better way to, I mean, increase their their yield. So basically, it's centered. Even though I'm an animal person, (laughs) I'm veering into the crop sector now. Because I must be I must be frank. The government's focus is more on the crops than the animals. They, they don't really. When it comes to the animals, I think they give uh, just a little attention to the poultry industry, aside that uh, no other I mean industry has that benefit. So even though I'm trained and I special I'm a specialist in animal nutritionist, I'm now going to the uh, crops field and. That wouldn't be a problem because uh, during my undergrads I did a bit, uh, most of this crop, crop courses and all that. Even though I didn't specialize in that, so and I know I mean you do learn on the job, so I'm going to pick up and all that. Yes. So basically, that's about it.
0: That. Okay. And so basically, you should be starting soon, or just basically you at least got an opportunity, right, to that employment offer,
1: right? Yes, I've had them. Um, that's
0: so that's financial. good. <laughs> Sometimes you yeah. have to wait a while, but you know, and then once you get into a particular place, you never know what, how your influence can be the one that can change the processes of how yeah. things are run. Sometimes it does seem like kind of really hard because, um, you know, you're coming, you know, initially into an organization and you might not think that you can put your input, that someone will listen. But I think data, data is, and information is always key. So how you frame it, and how you present the, res- uh, the resolution, if it's implemented, can be powerful. And I think it's a great opportunity that they reached out to you um, after we were talking on Twitter <laughs> um, live yeah. there and to be able to see what you can do. So I just gather all my notes and be ready. And I did like how you said you did have that right objective when you had said, you know, I'm just gonna do the best I can. I'm going to, I'm rephrasing what you said, but you basically were saying that, you know, I'm leading into this other aspect of what my my knowledge and my degrees are in and, and just do my research. So that basically yeah. you're saying, you just, you're gonna keep going. Yeah, I right, I agree. That's what you have to do, even though you don't see the end game. And what I was trying to say earlier about, you know, people and how all this can connect, you know, to people in the sense of health-wise, you know, for both the animals and humans, like you just mentioned, certain things that can transit between the two. It is important because we, everybody's on a different path, a different journey. And those that are, that's in part of this industry, the poultry industry and partake in that is impacted. So we do need scientists, we do need, Nutrition is we do need on every aspect, even from the beginning, from the grazing and the, and the seeds or the food that the animals eat and so forth. We need that and we need research because research provide the data and data provide the opportunity to decide. And before we wrap up today, this is actually going to be airing on my <laughs> February month. And you mentioned books, but what type of books can you recommend for anybody that want to read up on this type of topic or this type of concerns. any books you can reference or literature thing that they can read up on? what do you suggest and recommend?
1: Oh okay so <laughs> basically put you on the spot. Yeah I think first of all I have to rec- recommend my my own current <laughs> research work Ooh, that I great. did. Uh, effects wow. of different yes I mean um, you can find it online i think i also have the link but i don't know how best maybe i'll share with yeah. you later but uh, i mean yeah, give i'm sure if you, uh, okay
0: mm-hmm. you that uh, to my link I'll... afterwards and i'll paste it in the yeah. description so what's yeah. the name of your research
1: so basically uh, you know because it's, i mean i'm a nutritionist i delve into i mean uh, nutritional effect of different varieties of granite homes on, on 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 digestibility Mm. and growth performance of sheep mm. and there is there is a type of sheep in africa we call it jalonki sheep it's a dwarf sheep mm. so i did that on it uh, because uh, where i schooled in the northern part of ghana mm. uh, they are the leading producers of these granules. so the homes comes very uh, comes in handy you know we use it uh, sometimes as supplementary diet supplement the animals after they are gone to graze they come and then we give them the homes because it's very nutritious as high cp content so i think i'll recommend that first and then animal nutrition book eh, that one was written by i mean people from the western world <laughs> yeah so the animal nutrition book too will okay. be great aside that uh, i was uh, I was also, I started reading Henry Fire, and I mean, because very soon maybe I may be managing my own farm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was also reading The Rules of Management by Richard Templar
0: mm.
1: And yes, so I think, <laughs> I mean, anybody who wants to go my path, mm-hmm. you do a bit of research, then you add how to manage in case. After research, you want to establish your own farm. You you ought to know how to, I mean, manage your workers and all that. So, right. um, yes, I'm trying to broaden my scope and all that. Even though mm-hmm. I was taught in school, but
0: you need some of these
1: published right. articles. Yes.
0: Right. Because that yeah. will provide other people to look into it more and to see your research and understand your thought and your position yes. of what you're trying to convey right
1: and yes. with
0: that you can empower and influence a lot of people so if anybody wants to get in contact with you is it the best way through twitter
1: yeah i think basically because uh, <laughs> my my phone will not it doesn't really i don't have enough memory on it iphone oh. 6 16 gig and so oh my goodness are I, you I, on whatsapp I, yeah,
0: are you on WhatsApp? yes i'm on
1: yes i'm on whatsapp
0: Okay, so I definitely will leave your Twitter handle in the description for anybody who want to reach out to okay. Emmanuel and I'll, later you can give me your WhatsApp number and I'll put that in the description as well. I think he's okay. you're a very um, nice, kind person from Gahana. He's very flexible in my schedule to be able to do this interview today. And before we wrap yeah. up, I'll give you the last word in the sense of do you have any motivational quote? I always ask my guests, what type of motivational quote that you could give to someone that's listening? Because I know that you had like obstacles because you wanted to kind of get an opportunity to work and to share your knowledge. You went got all these degrees or what have you. And sometimes it feel hard, you know, frustrated. And then you get an opportunity like you did right now, this job opportunity, and it'll happen. But in that middle time, it's hard to hold on when you don't see the progress because it can take so while. But as you can see, you can get out of the blue you know you'll get that sunny star or what have you what type of motivational quote you can share with the audience to kind of wrap up this interview today it could be short
1: I mean, yeah <laughs> a so positive motivational quote <laughs> yeah i mean great things comes to those who wait oh i love it <laughs> yeah i i graduated in 2016 yes uh, yes and That's i mean so it took a while i waited yeah. and now, We're going to
0: continue to send prayers for you, Emmanuel, that I'm nothing but best things. I know your heart is in the right place as I'm trying to make the best of what you have to work with and what's the reality there where you're at, one step at a time. And so by doing that, you want to try to provide the best of what you have to work with. So thank you so much for joining us today. And everybody, thank you for tuning in. This is Michelle Anderson. I really appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you in the next one.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Great.